Good morning, my good friends. Good morning. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome. Uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is uh, Andre uh, Lefevre. Uh, I am an independent citizen journalist, uh, and I practice something which is uh, which has become totally illegal in the United States and the world in general, and it's called the First Amendment. Uh, we're going to have a full live stream for us today. Just give me one second. Um, let me let my folks know that I am uh, periscoping. Uh, we have a full live stream for us today. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about the permanent bureaucracy in Washington, D.C., and it looks like they very gradually are supporting Trump. Now, Democrat ruling class is stuck in the Obama era. Uh, I found a great analysis for uh, uh, Victor Davis Hanson, the great thinker and fellow Californian, uh, and I have about three or four minutes worth of his interview with Epoch Times we're going to listen to. Also, it looks like uh, the culture is pushing back on gender dysphoria politics, also known as transgender politics. Joe Rogan, the great, great, great um, um, personality, I don't know how else to say it, he, he does so many things, interviewed somebody named Adam Conover, Conover, never heard of that son of a bitch. Uh, looks like he's a producer, comedian of some sorts in Hollywood. Basically, he is a mouthpiece for everything evil in our society, and he tore him to shreds. I have a few minutes of that interview. I also posted it on my um, links to the full uh, to the full videos on my website, wildnews.us. Now I'm being severely shadow banned, so please retweet, repost, uh, and, and share. Uh, this is my um, uh, this is my backup um, uh, Periscope channel because the primary one was um, suspended. Poof. Uh, the powers that be, the liberal Democrats, the uh, the ruling elite didn't like what I had to say about the New Zealand massacre. I'll report more on it. I'll probably get this uh, uh, this channel banned as well. But for now, please uh, retweet and, and repost. Uh, also, it looks like we are in the middle of a huge flu epidemic. For some weird reason, uh, corporate control media is not reporting on it very much. But it's uh, pretty much worse than a decade, maybe more. There are actually two waves. We're going to touch upon that. And I found an article in one of the uh, European newspapers, uh, somewhere from um, uh, United Kingdom, that we have citizens uh, patrolling, uh, American citizens patrolling the southern border and apprehending the illegals. Uh, we're going to touch upon that. So... Let's uh, let's start um, uh, let's start with uh, with the Donald Trump and the permanent bureaucracy. Um, let me say a couple of things about that, and then we're gonna listen to the great uh, Victor Davis Hanson. The permanent Democrat permanent bureaucracy went wild under Obama era. They finally got a full grip on power, absolute full grip. Their their communist, Nazi, fascist, socialist uh, little hands got 
all the power in the world in the United States. And they were very busy turning our society into something it was never meant to be. And then the great pushback came back. Uh, we, the great American middle class, elected Donald Trump. And he put a major break on their desire to turn us into the ruling class serfs. They simply, he simply put a break on that desire on the Washington, New York, and California elites to tell us, the free men and women of the United States, what to do, how to do, what to eat, when to eat, what to drive, what not to drive, where to vacation, when not to vacation. They put the stop on their desire to rule our lives. And they went berserk because they thought their power would be permanent. So uh, you're going to see a lot of reports coming out. Some fake uh, surveys showing that Trump is below 40%. You're going to have some anecdotal evidence of, uh, of him being mean, cruel, uh, cruel and unusual. Do not believe any of it. Because William Barr is an attorney general, and he is in plain English saying that he's going to investigate the Mueller crew and what led up to it, tells me that the permanent bureaucracy in, the, uh, in, in Washington, D.C. are supporting Trump now. Um, granted, gradually, they don't like him. But I think the bureaucracy itself came into grips with the Donald Trump presidency, and they are behind him. That's why he is cleaning house, because now he has permanent bureaucracy supporting him. Now, the, uh, the Democrat ruling class, all those uh, hereditary um, trust fund kids, they still think they live in Obama era and they have all the power. But um, won't be surprised if they, a lot of them will go to jail. Now, I can't talk like Victor Davis Hanson. So uh, let me play you a snippet of his um, interview with Epoch Times. Um, it's very interesting. So let it, uh, let it roll. I think we're going to be shocked at what happened. It seems like the attorney general is seriously going after this. Um, yeah, I think the appointment of William Barr marked a watershed because Jeff Session, the former attorney general, should have never recused himself had he not panicked in that period of Russian collusion hysteria in early May, then William uh, Barr would have never been, I mean, there wouldn't have been a need for him. There would have, he would have been the attorney general. There would have been no Mueller investigation. It would have been all over with. Once you turn Mueller loose, we've had this 22-month nightmare. Now we have a new attorney general. And from what we can tell, he's a person of his age and prior experience, and he's not seeking a career. He's not, a, he's not on a career trajectory in the way that James Comey was or Andrew McCabe. So he doesn't care. In other words, he doesn't care what people say about him, apparently. He doesn't care about whether people like what he says. When he comes before the Congress and you hear him testify, when people object and call names, it makes no... So you get the impression that he's asking himself one thing. Was there spying? He used the word spy. And if there was spying, were there any laws broken? If there's any laws broken, then they have to be examined, the act. And if there's indictments, they have to be pursued. Otherwise, we don't have a quality under the law. So 
inadvertently what the Mueller investigation did was they said we're lowering the bar. There used to be a rule that if you lied to Congress, if you were James Comey, uh, excuse me, James Clapper, or you were John Brennan and you lied, and we know they lied because they apologized, then you just let them go. But when Mike Flynn was indicted for lying, and most of these are process crimes, then Mueller inadvertently said lying to a federal investigator is a serious crime. If that's true, then William Barr's got to say that the inspector general has said that Andrew McCabe has lied to federal investigators. Somebody lied to a FISA court, either by commission or omission, by not telling him this was opposition research. The director of the FBI cannot go before Congress on 245 occasions in a single testimony say he can't remember, he doesn't know. So inadvertently, in an ironic way, Mueller has opened the whole exposure by saying we're going to go onto the trivial. We didn't find collusion, but we're going to find so many ways of getting people around Trump that he set a precedent that people who had committed real crimes now will have to be treated equitably. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all this, how all this unfolds, I think. It's going to be very ironic, Sophoclean tragedy or irony, because inadvertently, as we watched 22 months of Mueller, what we're really watching, and we didn't know at the time, some of us did, but they didn't know at the time, that they were building a case for their own indictments by their behavior, either directly or by going after behavior in people who were largely innocent, and then providing a model for people who were clearly guilty to be pro prosecuted for the same crime. Be held to the same standard, essentially. Hold the same standard. And they didn't understand what they were doing, but that's what hubris and nemesis are all about. Right. Well, um, you know, I give it about 10% uh, probability uh, that uh, William Barr will actually indict anybody in the Mueller crew or anybody involved in illegal um, spying of uh, President Trump and his campaign. But uh, two weeks ago, I would have given it zero. So let's see what happens. Uh, we're talking about it, and uh, it appears that William Barr has a very good grip on uh, the Department of Justice. Now, uh, the next story I have found, <coughs> and that comes from Daily Mail, and let me. Um, uh, let me load this up. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, Daily Mail. Uh, Trump army. More than 30 asylum seekers surrender uh, to armed militia of New Mexico residents, veterans, and ex-cops after crossing the U.S. border. Uh, 300, uh, let's see, let's read a couple of paragraphs. Hundreds of asylum seekers surrendered to an armed militia in New Mexico citizens last night after trying to cross the U.S. border. A group of 300 men, women, and children gave themselves up to the United, uh, uh, to United Constitutional Patriots, a gang of, <laughs> listen, those liberals, they called the U.S. citizens a gang. A gang of vigilantes who claimed to be made up of veterans and former police officers <coughs> who then handed them over to Border Patrol officers. Uh, yeah, obviously whoever wrote this and edited was an um, open borders person, a uh, globalist. 
video recorded by one of the militia, uh, 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 Jim uh, Baby, who has been uh, camping out in the New Mexico uh, Chihuahua border for two months, shows the asylum seekers walking on a dirt road, having uh, having crossed uh, through a fence gap in Sandlin Park, New Mexico. Uh, let's see. And there are some pictures. Um, I think, uh, ladies and gents, we are beginning to take our country back. Actually, we are taking uh, our country, um, uh, our country back. Uh, it's a street fight. It, it's not something that we can do just like that. Um, Obama, Obama regime, ruined some great American institutions, including Border Patrol, the ICE, Justice Department. Uh, it took uh, us. The American middle class, American citizens, two years to take the power back. And I'm talking about us. Donald Trump works for us. We put him in office. He's our employee to do that job. The most important job to stop the invasion of illegals from south of the border. Why is it important? It's because Democrat Nazis vote the illegals illegally. They want to replace us the American citizens, the great American middle class, with people from the countries who do not support, respect, and understand American constitution, American culture, American values. And that's the only way they can win, if they pack the American electorate. Uh, look what happened to California. I've seen some estimates that upwards uh, to 3 million illegal votes are cast every election in, in California. And that's what they want to turn the uh, United States into. Uh, so finally, uh, we, the great American middle class, put somebody in Washington, D.C. to do our bidding to support us. And don't expect it to be easy. Don't expect that the, um, uh, don't expect the, uh, the, the, the Democrat, uh, fascists, Nazis, whatever you want to call them, to give up their power easy. That's all they crave. That's all they crave is power. They don't crave anything else. They don't care about uh, what's good, what's bad, uh, what's um, decent, what's indecent. All they crave is personal power. All they crave is power for their own hereditary power elite. Now, uh, before we get to a cultural issue such as gender dysphoria, uh, transgenderism, and Destruction of uh, of American family. Um, I wanna uh, I wanna quickly touch upon this story. Uh, this is from uh, Brenton Herald. Uh, two wave uh, U.S. flu season now the longest in a decade. Um, this is something I haven't seen anywhere. Uh, I don't remember a season like this. This Dr. Uh, Arnold Monto. A University of Michigan researcher who had been studying uh, respiratory illness for more than uh, uh, 50 years. The previous longest uh, recent flu season was uh, 20 weeks, which occurred in 2014-2015. Flu can run, uh, uh, cause a miserable, relatively mild illness in many people, and more severe illness than others. Young children uh, and elderly are at the greatest risk from uh, from the flu. Um, this is, um, I mean, it is a problem. 
it is a problem. Uh, most of the thinking people, including myself, don't trust the flu shots because it's apparently this is what uh, the um, progressives use to control our health. Um, I really want to go into it, but uh, me personally, I'm not advising anybody. I would stay away from uh, from vaccines and flu shots. There's way too much information now showing that those things are worse than the disease it, um, itself. Now, let's switch gears and talk about gender dysphoria, uh, destruction of nuclear uh, family, and the Democrat progressive policies. Since the 19th century, actually earlier than that, since the French Revolution, the goal of the leftists was to destroy the nuclear family, to separate uh, husbands, wives, and children from each other, and weld their allegiance to the state, to the government. Uh, there was a practical reason uh, during the Industrial Revolution to do so, is because the industrialists needed worker bees. In the American South, and for a while in, uh, in the British Empire, uh, uh, slave labor was used, and that became untenable because there was so much protest from freedom-loving people in the West. So they decided to put the rest of us in uh, corporate slavery, in corporate bondage. Uh, it was a wholesale destruction of family farms, in small family businesses. It's cultivated, it finished its evil job in the 70s and 80s when most of the family farms went out of business and were bought for pennies on the dollar by the banks and then transferred to the large corporations. So all the food production now is in the hands of the large corporations. There is no such a thing as a, a, an individual American farmer, it's just, you know, some tokens here and there. The reality is all the food production in the West uh, is done by the large corporations. By the way, NAFTA did the same thing to Mexico by destroying their individual uh, small, uh, small farmers. Same thing happened to the small businesses. Uh, you have Starbucks, you have McDonald's, you have Burger King, uh, and other restaurant chains where uh, 30, 50, 60 years ago, they didn't exist, and most of those restaurants, uh, those type of restaurants were used, uh, were family-owned by the nuclear families. Now, now they employ corporate slave labor. Same thing uh, we can say about the um, feminism. It wasn't designed to, uh, it wasn't designed by women to help women. It was designed to tear the families apart so women could be used as um, corporate slave uh, labor. And their allegiance would be welded to the state, to the corporate, uh, to the government, rather to their husband and uh, to the children. And they have become, unfortunately, uh, the liberal uh, single women of uh, the large cities a very, very nasty uh, progressive voting bloc. So uh, progressive succeeded there. Now uh, now they're going to step further. Um, I promise you I'm going to tie it into the transgenderism and gender dysphoria. Now they dis decided to totally destroy the idea of, uh, of two genders. They base the idea of a masculine man. And think about this. 
If you destroy man of any society, you destroy the society. You destroy the uh, the group. So thereafter, destroying the only thing that stands in the progressive uh, way for the unlimited power is us, the man of the middle class, because we like our family values. We value our wives and we love our children. We're loyal to them. We're willing to go bust our ass so we can provide them with a good uh, lifestyle. And that's what they are after. So they came up with an idea that there's no such thing as gender exists. Uh, toxic masculinity, uh, that men and women are interchangeable, that you can at will become something else. So if uh, you're a man today, tomorrow you can decide that you're a woman and you become one. It flies in the face of the science, but they do not care because the goal is not the truth. The goal is power. If you debase the idea of masculinity, if you, if you besmirch men to the point where men don't want to be masculine, then you have all the people by their throat. You can do with them anything you want. By the way, the ruling elite themselves, they surely get married and have children. Of course, they don't work because they live on the, uh, on the corporate dime and on our taxpayers' dime. But it's a different story. No, they have uh, husbands and wives and children. They just don't want to allow us to do it. And by the way, the corporate elite knows that it's bullshit. Uh, how many, uh, how many uh, wealthy people you know uh, openly change genders. One or two, but they push that idea on us. Or, uh, they want us to give uh, uh, to give uh, puberty blockers to our children because in the eyes of the power elite, uh, if the power elite decides that a little boy is supposed to be a girl, we should just change them uh, when they're seven. Again, that flies into the idea, into the uh, physiology, into the scientific uh, uh, truth, but they don't care. It's all about power. Now we're seeing a pushback. We see women are pushing back. And I am disgusted with American men who are not protecting our women. Again, feminism was not designed uh, by women to help women. It was designed to hurt women, to turn women into corporate wage slaves, to separate them from us, and they succeeded. So there are many so-called transgender women who are actually men are competing in um, women's sports and pushing uh, bright, good, decent women from their place uh, on, um, on the winning. Um, they, they just push pushing them out because men are bigger, stronger, faster, have a better reaction time. Facts of life. Men and women are different. Those tiny, tiny little percentage of people that are born with both uh, sex organs are so minuscule that uh, you cannot build a, a, a policy, public policy, just looking at tiny, tiny fraction of 1% of the population. They could be accommodated. Always there are a few of them. Now, there is a nasty uh, a mental disease called gender dysphoria where person, primarily men, think that they were born in the body of a woman. Uh, it's associated with depression because they commit suicide before or after so-called reassignment uh, surgery at alarming rates. Uh, it, is a, it is a mental disease 
Now, they're also confusing another thing. Uh, there is such thing as an alternative lifestyle. Uh, best known, best to know alternative lifestyle is homosexuality and uh, BDSM. And um, wanting to live within your bedroom or within your house as a woman for a man is totally acceptable as long as it's done within the alternative lifestyle when, when a person understands that this is a fantasy, this is a sex or a life fantasy. It does not contradict it. I'm all for people exercising their God-given rights to have sex with each other, if two consenting adults or three or ten consenting adults have sex in some uh, weird and unusual ways in the privacy of their own bedroom, of their own home, none of my effing business, because I don't think it's anybody's business how I have sex within the confines of my own home or my own, my own bedroom. But the progressives brought that on us. In some ways, it is, it is a form of rape when they're forcing us to accept the alternative sexual practices of gays and so-called transgender. It gets worse. The transgender people actually need help because they are mentally sick. They're in danger of killing themselves. Just cutting their genitals off and mutilating them does not make men into women. It just makes them into mutilated men. And they commit suicide at the same rates before they get mutilated and after. So it's not a therapy. So you have progressive, very cruel, evil, progressive, power-hungry elite that uses mentally ill to uh, support their agenda. And agenda is real simple. To make all of us compliant to the state and become corporate wage slaves. This is what, what it's all about. Now, Joe Rogan, God bless his soul, found Jesus. Not literally. For the longest time I thought he was an agent of prerogative of the left, just sounding libertarian enough uh, to fool many people, but lately since he openly started supporting Alex Jones and uh, talking about uh, subjects uh, that get other less powerful media figures kicked off of the uh, social programs, so he took on the transgender movement. He interviewed uh, some little weasel uh, by the name I'd never heard of the son of a bitch before. Uh, Adam Conover. Uh, uh, Wikipedia call him Adam Conover. Conover is an American comedian, writer, and television host. Host. He is uh, the creator uh, and host of the uh, half-hour uh, uh, TV show called Adam Ruins Everything. Never heard of a son of a bitch. I've never heard of him again. I definitely didn't want to watch his uh, his stuff. Because uh, to me, he is not a person. He is a mouthpiece for the corporate ruling Democrat elite. Now, uh, I think it's a four-minute clip of his interview with uh, Joe Rogan. You can go to my website, wildnews.us, and I have a link to the full interview. So let's um, let it roll. Enjoy. Because I don't want to speak to suicide rates. My, uh, my entire concern is with children. My con concern is not with young adults deciding to take steps to confirm their gender identity, who they feel they really are. I'm all for you doing whatever you want to do when you're right. an adult, when your mind is formed. But people change their mind. They change their opinion. They change their thoughts. There's nothing wrong with just deciding to be a gay man. There's nothing wrong with 
your body, uh, you know, as you grow and mature and develop, you growing out of these ideas. Some will and some won't. And the ones who won't, they always have the option to do something later on in life. But if you do something to hormonally block a child very, very early on, there's no turning back from that. Well, let me say, let me say a few things to that. First of all, it's not wrong to be concerned about children. And there's a reason this is the most intense part of this conversation. And I think it's correct, right? Because we're all very concerned about children, right? But I do want to say, first of all, I, I don't think it's correct that trans people, if they don't receive hormones from an from a young age, they simply become gay men. Because I know... Well, it happens very often. I, I, I know trans people... See if you people, can find that. Because there was a big article that was written about that recently where they were talking about whether or not gender confirmation surgery and hormone blockers on young children is ethical because of this fact. And this was what they were talking about where people at one point in time wanted to be trans and they listed several famous examples. And then as they became older, just decided to be gay, including women who want to be men who just became gay women. And I think... What's that girl's name that was in John Wick? Ruby Rose, <laughs> who was one of those. She wanted well, so to look, be trans when she was younger, and now she's just a gay woman. So look, I I, I know I know quite a few uh, trans folks, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I have to be honest, none of the ones that I know were I don't know any trans women personally who were gay men up until they transitioned, right? Um, I know quite a few trans women who were straight men. Right. Um, or who, you know, lived their lives as presented as straight men. Right. Mm -hmm. And then transitioned. Right. Um, as and for often become lesbians. Uh, very odd. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's one of the ways yeah. that people can be. I, I really recommend that. Um, oh, the, the other thing I was going to say is that I do know also among the trans folks that I know are the trans people who speak about this that I've heard. So many of them say. I wish I had access. I knew this about myself at a very young age, and I wish to God that I had that we had I had had the ability to receive you know these hormones at a young age. My life would be so much better. And I, I'm not going to argue with those folks. You know, I wouldn't argue with those and, folks either. But you have to address that there are people that have gone through transition surgery and said, "I wish to God that I never did this." There's a uh, lot of those people too. So if you're looking for anecdotal evidence and you want to be objective, you kind of have to. Look I'm sure at both we sides can. I'm sure we can find the anecdotes. Um, I'm very curious, and this is what I'd go consult my friend uh, or my recent interview subject, Brent Tannehill's uh, work on this to see how many uh, see how many are in each group, right? And which 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 sets of these folks are the outliers? I think the folks that you're talking about are probably outliers, but I can't you know uh, confirm that. All uh, surgeries have potential costs, however, according to a Swedish study of 324 patients. Three forty-one percent of whom were born female. Surgery is associated with considerably higher risk for mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity than the general population. So that's people who got the surgery. I am curious. Wait, three point four one percent of them. I, I mean, the de the devil that. of this is in the details, right? Um, mm -hmm. because how much is the is the high risk? What does it mean? Three point one percent of the who were born female. Well, but, some of them were born female, and the other ones were born male the let, males that transition to females is what it's saying it's only saying a small percentage of them were born female that transitioned to male but the larger percentage was males who transitioned to female and that the surgery that they received was associated with considerably higher risks for mortality suicidal behavior and psychiatric morbidity than the general population sure so that's not healing them that's saying that having that surgery is associated with higher risks of mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity. But it also says above, following surgery, patients report lower gender dysphoria and improved sexual relationships. Right, right? before so we're they kill themselves, about, everything's awesome? Well, this isn't saying that people are killing themselves. You know, well, you're, uh, looking for a, you're looking for something uh, that confirms uh, also, a previously also, let me, let, established opinion that you have. 
and add. Well, anyway, for me, the bottom line is uh, people suffering from uh, transgender dysphoria need help. They don't need to be abused by the um, by the hard left to further their political goals. This is how the hard left, Nazis, communists, socialists operate. They don't care about individuals. They don't care. Um, they don't care about little babies. They abort them in millions, in millions, a uh, form of controlling the population and selling their, their bodies for part. They don't care about insane people suffering from depression who imagine they were born in a wrong gendered body. They will abuse them even more, and how many more of them need to die for the Democrat left to satisfy their lust for power. Now, um, my website is wildnews.us. Um, I really appreciate you joining me. For some reason, you want to get in touch with me to comment on uh, anything I have said. And by the way, I'm being severely shadow banned. And uh, my primary uh, Periscope channel was um, uh, was canceled not too long ago. But uh, just click on the contact info if you wish to suggest any story topic or uh, if any comments or information on the stories I have uh, uh, I have covered before. My phone number and my email uh, is there. Unless you know me personally, I suggest email me first. Um, I uh, appreciate you joining me a lot more than I can ever, ever express in words. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I, I do appreciate you uh, joining my uh, joining me with this one. Have a blessed day, and I will see you again in a few days. God bless you, my friends.